hello, hello. I'm Ali and welcome back to All Things Psychology. Thank you so much for tuning in. In this podcast, we're going to dive deep into the topic of psychology. We will discuss its history and how it evolved into the discipline we know today. We will cover famous pioneers of psychology and their contributions to the field, as well as major topics in modern psychology and contemporary research. If you're interested in getting a better understanding of what psychology is and does and how it came to be, then stay tuned. During this psychological research series, you've already heard a lot about variables, and I realized that I never quite explained what variables actually are and what kind of variables there are, and how they differ from each other. So, you guessed correct, today's episode is all about variables. A variable is a set of attributes which expresses the quality or amount of an investigation unit. The investigation unit can be a person or a thing, for example. If you want to test, for example, how intelligence is related to school grades, key variables you might want to measure are grades for each subject, intelligence via an IQ test, but probably also age and the kind of school someone goes to. It's important to know with which kind of variables you're working with to figure out which statistical tests to use and how to interpret the results of your study. First of all, it can be differentiated between discrete, continuous, and categorical variables. Discrete variables include whole, concrete, and finite numbers, like the number of people working for a company or the number of cars that are sold each year. Continuous variables include unspecified, non-finite numbers like weight, height, or temperature. Categorical variables represent some kind of grouping. There are three types of categorical variables. Binary or dichotomous variables, nominal variables, and ordinal variables. Binary variables only have two outcomes, like win or lose, or yes or no. Nominal variables describe groups which aren't ranked or ordered in some way, like types of trees, dog breeds, or colors. Ordinal variables describe groups which are ranked in a specific order, like large, medium, small, or very high, high, low, very low, etc. In the last episodes, we already talked about cause and effect between variables. The aim of experiments is usually to find out how two variables are related to each other, or how one variable affects another variable. Here, one variable is the independent variable and the other is the dependent variable. The independent variable or predictor variable is the one you think is the cause, and the dependent variable or outcome variable is the one you think is the effect. You manipulate the independent variable to find out how the dependent variable changes. Let's take an example. Let's say you want to know how weather influences ice cream sales. You measure the weather as a binary variable, sunny or not sunny, on a given day. And ice cream sales as a discrete variable, the number of ice cream sales on a given day. 
You do this over a period of one year to see the effect of weather on ice cream sales. You can also add additional independent variables if you think there are multiple factors influencing your dependent variable. In our example, you might also add temperature as a continuous variable. Ice cream sales probably don't only depend on if it's sunny or not, but also how warm it is. So temperature will be a huge predictor of how many ice creams are sold. In a finished model, you know how weather and temperature both affect ice cream sales over a one-year period. As much as I think about which independent variables to include to predict your dependent variables, you can never account for everything. This is where confounding variables or confounders come into play. A confounding variable is an unmeasured variable that has an effect on both the dependent as well as the undependent variable. Confounding variables can distort your results in significant ways, so it's extremely important to account for every variable that might influence your dependent and independent variables. Variables that influence the dependent and independent variables and are controlled for are called control variables. This kind of variable is not of interest to the research question, but is thought to have an influence on the results. Variables can be controlled through the research design, through methods like randomization, or through statistical control. In our example with the ice cream sales, you could also control for the type of day, so whether it is a weekday, a day on the weekend, or a holiday. This information is not of great importance to our research question, but it might influence ice cream sales and thus would distort our results if it was not included as a control variable. So now we know how weather and temperature influence ice cream sales controlled for the type of day. Let's now look at mediator and moderator variables. Mediator and moderator variables can be seen as a type of control variable. Including mediators and moderators helps to better explain the relationship between two variables. A mediator is an in-between variable between two variables. It is caused by the independent variable and influences the dependent variable. A moderator variable influences the relationship between two variables, thereby changing the direction or the strength of the relationship. Let's say you want to know how social support influences the level of depression. Social support is the independent variable which influences the level of depression, the dependent variable. A mediated variable could be the will to go to therapy. Social support influences the willingness to go to therapy, which further influences the level of depression. A moderated variable could be age. Age could influence the relationship between social support and level of depression in a way that with higher age, social support will either increase or decrease the level of depression. In psychology, we're often faced with latent variables. Latent variables cannot be observed or measured directly. For example, there is no direct way to objectively measure confidence or anxiety or what someone's attitude is on a certain topic. To still get data on latent variables, researchers need to come up with ways to measure them the best way they can. In psychology, this is often done via self-report questionnaires in which people are just asked about their feelings, thoughts, attitudes, and behaviors. 
This brings up problems of reliability, as people might not answer honestly, might lack introspective ability, or might interpret the questions differently than researchers, and so on. Still, self-report measures are heavily relied on in psychological research and are a valuable tool to answer research questions. We've arrived at the end of this week's episode where we explain different kinds of variables which are used in psychological research and how they differ from each other. I hope this was valuable in some way and you now have a better understanding of what variables are and when we now go further into the psychological research series you just know more about variables and the different kinds and yeah, just have a better understanding of this. So if you liked this episode, it would mean a lot to me if you left a five-star review and subscribed to never miss an episode. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at allthingspsychology underscore podcast to join in on a conversation and get some accompanying material to each episode. The link to the transcript of this week's episode can be found in the description box. So stay curious, stay healthy, and see you next time. Bye!